Hey, get out the street. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Adam Pacora here. We rocking out with the Unlucky 13. The Baker's Dozen. Episode number 13. Here we are. Requiem for a Tuesday. Lot to get into today. Lots of big news popping off. Straight at the top of the episode, I'm giddy, I'm itching with excitement, I cannot contain myself, as you may be able to tell. <clears throat> now, uh, a couple big things, we're finally making the move to, uh, you know, being normal and uh, actually being available for everybody everywhere, instead of doing my get a little YouTube plan. Now, that always was a starter plan. I always had the thing, I was like, my, the thing in my head was like, I'm going to get to 10, and then, like, we got we to gotta get this thing ramping up. Uh, well, one, because I don't see the point in, like, like, like don't invest in it right away. Because, like, imagine if I did, like, four of them, and I was like, ah, I can't really rock this out. I'm not filling the time. I'm not confident in this product. Blah, 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 for however many million potential reasons why, you know, uh, that... <clears throat> this could have maybe ended up being like, oh, a dead end, a failed experiment, you know, and then I'm dropping like the, the mad money investments on it. And you're like, oh, shit, you know, now the Rona's here. I didn't get my Trump bucks yet. So, like, I'm fucked and, you know, wish I had that that pod investment back. Right. So, yeah, that, that, that that's the main factor. It's like, uh, you know, don't don't dive in. Put your toes in the water a little bit first. Uh, so I made it to 12 because I was thinking to myself, like, well, if I get these Trump bucks, I can use that to invest in me. And then it's like, does that stimulate the economy? No, but it stimulates the economy. M-E. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that, that that's how that's going to go. But anyway, regardless, as of this recording right now, we're up Spotify, Stitcher, uh... YouTube, staying with YouTube, we're going to keep doing that. I like that. It's it's always going to be part of the little process now. Um, and Podbean, which is the host, right? Waiting to hear back from Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. However, pretty confident that that's going to be coming real soon. Possibly by the time you are listening to this currently. Isn't that interesting? Uh, all the backlog is up. Uh, that was the big reason. It's like, if I'm going to be... Having everything out there, let me give people something to choose from, right? You know, you got to have options. You can't just be sitting around without, you know what I mean? You can't be bringing tap water to the <laughs> to the potluck, you know what I mean? If you're, if you got to at least have a flavored water. You can't be rolling in like, oh, I just filled up this jug. Uh, let me get some mashed potatoes. I don't think that that flies. Not in my zone anyway. But yeah, real excited about uh, the Spotify. And uh, yeah, hope the Apple one comes. That's when That's when I'm going to be like posting that shit everywhere. Um, changed if you're an OG YouTuber. Feel like switching. It is in the channel description i have a link tree that goes to everything as well as in my instagram bio adam.rfat is my ig handle follow me and uh yeah rate subscribe review do all that shit that you do for anybody else and uh yeah let's let's gang this shit up we stacking benji's quarantine 2020 corona victorious you know what i mean uh but yeah 
real excited about that. So, yeah, hopefully big things coming. That's that's the goal. We're making straight moves. Uh, yeah, on IG, dropped a little art for the pod. We got the, that's like the merch dreams that I've been talking about. You'll be seeing like those designs on shit someday. Big time. On a tour. 2020. Just kidding. For now. We'll see. Uh, but yeah. There's also a thing that I've noticed. So the main, t- the, the big thing that I wanted to start off with was a thing that, so it's going to, I was going to start off with a thing that I'll get to because I'm actually starting with this thing that happened as a result. You follow me? Probably not. That's what I'm saying. That's how difficult this whole situation gets where I'm like, oh, I want to, I realize like, oh, I want to talk about this. Or like in the middle of talking about something, you know, I'll be like, oh, did I talk about this already? It's because in my head, I'm always doing this. It, it, this is just like, I'm just like putting it on, on a, on a, on a record. You know what I mean? Like I'm just laying this shit down on tape, but like this is uh this is like private brain 24 seven. So I roll up on here and I'm saying it out loud. I'm like, did I say this on here already? Or have I just thought this a million times and like gearing it up? And then I get kind of lost in the, in the whole thing. Uh, so yeah, I need like a, like a right hand guy who's just like fact checking me like a Simpsons did it type thing, but only if I did it. Cause I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, if I have to, if I have to avoid all topics the Simpsons have brought up over the years, then I mean I might as well just uh, go back in time and never even think about this. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I rewatched the first original and only, frankly, I mean, Spider Verse is huge, but the Spider Man two thousand one, two thousand two, whatever Sam Raimi style. <laughs> Uh, so if I did talk about this already, too bad, but not really. I'm going to kind of breeze through it. It's just that, like, because I would rather just focus on Sam Raimi. So if I've already done, like, the whole, like, Spider-Man thing, which I believe I have, that's fine. But the parallels, but first of all, the fact that you can have two killer trilogies, and I don't care what anybody says, like, yeah, Spider-Man 3 kind of, like, whack, but... When you're looking at it with parallels with Evil Dead, like, it is definitely the army of darkness of the trilogy. Like, it's a comedy. It's more over the top. It is way out there. You know what I mean? Like, and it just went out of hand. And we all know that there was production problems with Spider-Man 3, and it probably would have been a different film had he gotten it the way he wanted. Okay? So, don't... I don't need him getting shit, especially when 1 and 2 are better than any other Spider-Man thing ever other than Spider-Verse. But that's animated, so that's a whole other category. Right? Garfield ain't shit. Tom Holland, don't, don't even bother. Those are Avengers movies. I don't care. The Spider-Man movie shouldn't be about Iron Man. It should be about Spider-Man, like those two were. Tobey Maguire crushed it. Great actor. Don't care what you have to say about that because, I mean, look, am I like a guy watching every Tobey Maguire movie ever? No. I mean, probably outside of the Spider-Man movies, I think I've only seen Pleasantville, but that's also, like, amazing. So... I mean, can't be running on McGuire like that. And see, like, now I don't know if I've said this to somebody or if I've said this on here. It's throwing me off. But regardless, how do you be making – how do you go – first of all, how does he get that in the first place? I think that that just goes to show how nobody knew, like, what was going on, like, with superhero movies, like, what we had going there. Um, well, obviously, that's true. That was the one that, like, made it 
even possible to think that superhero movies could be like attainable quality films. But that goes with my earlier theory. Like if you want a high quality movie, you hire good filmmakers to make them, period. Whether they like fit or not is different. They're going to come up with what they come up with. Like I said, you know, there's a lot of body horror in the original Spider-Man. Like if you really look at it, it is totally fully a Sam Raimi movie. Um which is going to, I'm going to say it now so I don't forget, but I'm going to get to it later. Kind of like The Straight Story by David Lynch, but I'm going to circle back into that. Uh, yeah, he was totally doing like what he wanted with it while still, f- like he's just good and understands that he shouldn't have broken like too far from the strain, I assume would, would be the reasoning. But yeah, I mean, he didn't make it like totally like an original thing but he made it his own which is the ideal scenario right but you're getting if you get like a popcorn flick dude to make a popcorn boring you know what i mean it's just going to end up being the same tired shit uh so it's like if you want the if you want it to be like a movie you have to get the auteurs but like can you get them now one if you can get them why aren't you that's that's where the question lies but uh uh, props props to Sony for hiring him. I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of relationships involved in that. Whatever the case was, I mean, it was clearly the right move. Um, I don't... Nobody could have done better. And I mean, like, they gave it... The, who they gave it to after was terrible. I just think poor decisions were made with Spider-Man for a, a long time. And it's not fair. But, I mean, they were ahead of their time. And that's usually uh, part of the repercussions of that. I mean, like the O eight, like the Celtics, when they had the big three, they were like the first big three. That was like the craziest shit ever. And then the Heat did it. They won more titles. You know what I mean? Like you're always, you're never gonna get it right the first time, or not all the way. Like you know what I mean? There's gonna be things you messed up on. And you know, Spider Man unfortunately is one of those cases. And because of the whole ownership thing, we may never. You know what I mean? It may just never work out again. Where you know what I mean? So we might just have to deal with those. Uh, when are we going to get our Dark Knight? Like, is Sam Raimi going to be Tim Burton or is he going to be Christopher Nolan? Like, which one are we going to consider the the best? Because as of right now, I mean, that, that trilogy is unparalleled. But regardless of what you think of the third movie, try to tell me that that two out of three batting average isn't fucking knocking it out of the park. Teddy fucking ball game. Okay? Please. So don't even start me there. But yeah, um... To have two trilogies, period, probably a crazy achievement. I can't really think of anybody off the top of my head. Um, Well, I mean, like, Lucas with Star Wars to Indiana Jones, but, like, Spielberg directed the Jones movie, so, like, I don't know where to, how to categorize it. I'm talking, like, pure, like, if you directed two trilogies, I can't think of anybody. Now, I'm sure that there's a glaring answer. But regardless, I think that that's impressive. Even more impressive is to have them all be good because, as we all know, sequels are usually a downgrade, whereas I would say, arguably for both, that the second movie in each trilogy is the best one. I mean, Evil Dead 2, 100% for me. I think that that is like one of the greatest, uh, I would put this in quotes, horror movies. I mean, it's not scary now who knows if it was then but just on an entertainment factor like technical achievement i think that that's an absolute masterpiece of a movie and the first one's good and especially considering like the story behind it and the conditions and everything that they went through like living in that cabin getting sick 
like barely eating, like a bunch of people almost died. <laughs> they got like yellow fever and shit uh, or whatever. You know, I got the mumps on the Evil Dead set. Uh, so like just props to all that, making it happen, like DIY inspiration right there. You know, that's uh, the Kevin Smith of the 80s, the 70s. They made it in the 70s. They came out in 1980, whatever. You know what I mean? That's like he's, he, him and John Carpenter were like going toe-to-toe at the same time almost right there. Halloween, like. I think Halloween came out and that was the inspiration, maybe. That sounds right. Don't quote me on that, though. Well, you can quote me on if you include that, this part where I say I don't know for sure. Right. Um, but, I mean, you know, and then Army of Darkness is just batshit insane. And then, like, I know he wasn't involved with the show. But just as a franchise, I mean, for the quality to hold up like that is unbelievable. Like, for Army of Darkness to be your third movie and it's just, like, the worst one is the easy thing to say, but, like, it's it's still, like, pretty solid. You know, like, it's, like, okay. It's just nowhere on the level anymore, and that's fine. I mean, it's disappointing that it's the last one. You would rather the first be the worst, which is, a, I mean, almost impossible feat. Toy Story had it until they put out this new bullshit one. Don't even get me started on that. Um, maybe I'll go in on that in a minute when I loop back into David Lynch Disney. Uh, another just bizarre but uh yeah i mean for sam raimi to be able to do that is just uh unbelievable and i still haven't seen drag me to hell it is driving me up the wall it's it's dragging me to somewhere i don't know dragging me into corona it's not i hope knock on wood you heard that that was me knocking on wood that's i hope this looks like real wood too i'm pretty sure this table uh, is what it's it's damaged. I think we find, I think uh, I think it was found in an alley originally, but uh, it, it's a very unique table, and uh, I hope it lasts forever. You know, good wood, good wood. Maybe I'll stain it. You know, I'll get all daddy about it. Not like not like daddy, like dad e, like dad ish, dad e. Right? Does that make sense? Like retiree, I'll get like daddy about it. Anyway. Uh, but, I mean, I need to dive into his filmography more in general. It's just like some some directors just don't get any love on streaming. It's unbelievable. Um, like, the fact that they put all the Scorsese shit on even after they dropped an original. Like, like wh- why are you not putting these legends on there? I don't get it. It's like all the best, all the, like, the best movies ever you can't watch on things. You can only, you know what I mean? It's just weird. Uh, even like ones that I, I, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't understand it. It's like before, I I don't think you can watch the Godfather anywhere anymore, but even when you could, like there was a point where HBO just had it as a, as one in two edited chronologically into a movie, which is like, that isn't how that went down. I, you know what I mean? And it's like, I, I don't know where to begin with that. So that's just not fair. I just think put the classics on. Whatever the rights need to be. I mean, I guess Criterion tried and we just didn't support them. But they were, like, they're also, like, trying too far. They're, de- they're putting out the archives. If you want people to join your service, be like, hey, we have the Godfather, Citizen Kane, Kubrick shit. You know what I mean? Like, say we got all of it. We got all of it popping. All the best ones. And we also have all these gems. Like, I don't think your advertising should be like, we got this 1953 noir that nobody fucking saw. But every, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you gotta, you gotta appeal to somebody. 
You know what I mean? Can't be sitting there fucking chirping. Whatever. Uh, Like, I mean, perfect segue. Like, you have to appeal to somebody. The, the, the fact that... I don't know what the background here was, really. I tried to look into it a little bit, but basically from what I read for the straight story, if you haven't seen it, it is 1999, I want to say. Disney film, rated G by David Lynch. All of his movies are rated R, right? Um, Dune might have been PG-13, but, like, we don't talk about that, okay? Um... And although I think, I think technically Elephant Man was like PG, but that was like the pre-PG-13, ooh, the pre-PG-13, that was nice, uh, the pre-PG-13 era, so I think that movie would have been PG-13, it just definitely wasn't rated R, but either way, that compared to the straight story is a bloodbath, right, right, like that is an R-rated movie in comparison, but straight story rated G, not even PG, I believe it's G, which is crazy because it, it honestly hasn't earned it. There's some pretty dark stuff going on in that movie, uh, obviously, given who it is. Like, I originally didn't understand why that guy would do, like, why David Lynch would do a Disney movie. And then when you hear what the subject matter is, which I'm getting to, don't worry, I'm, I'm building it, okay? This is, uh, this is what we like to call narrative structure, okay? Just kidding. I don't know anything about it. Uh, but like the fact, like when you hear what it's about, it's like, ah, that doesn't really sound like his thing. But then when you like kind of think about it and analyze it, which I'm going to do, it kind of all adds up. Right. But you, you think David Lynch and Disney just doesn't make any sense. You know, he just makes, he makes crazy surrealist borderline horror exclusively films. And, uh, but I, it just worked out. And it's a great, it's a great flick. Rewatched it better than I remember, even better than I remember. I think this is my third time, third or fourth, and uh, has gotten better every single time. Just, I mean, pretty much all of his stuff does. Ages like wine, in, in culture and personally, right? So like as the years go by, the things that didn't get appreciated start to get a little bit more appreciated, and then as you watch it more, like you just see more stuff, and it's just awesome. It's just awesome, right? So, little background. Movie's based on a true story, right? This dude, he's like an old, old man with ailments. He's like going blind, other shit, whatever. He can't drive, like, legally. His brother, <laughs> like, has a heart attack or, like, something bad happens to him. He's like, I gotta go see my brother. They had, like, tension. They haven't talked in a long time, but they got the news, so he's like, I got to go see him. Uh, he rides a lawnmower from like somewhere in Iowa to somewhere in Wisconsin. It's pretty far. Like it would be a long drive. Anyway, like hours and hours driving and he does it on a lawnmower going obviously much, 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 much slower. Meets characters along the way. It's basically a road movie, but he it's an old man on a lawnmower, right? That sounds fantastic going in. Uh, easily could have been a comedy, frankly. They could have found a way to make the whole journey just a wacky thing. Um, not not that they should have or anything. I just think you could make this movie again as a comedy. You know, you make like make the journey a little bit less serious, 
play down how serious his illnesses are. But yeah, like he's like, I ain't quitting smoking. I ain't doing shit. Give me the prescription. I'm out. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, that that's the whole thing. It's the journey along the way. Um, on Wikipedia, David Lynch was quoted. I don't know if this is an act- an accurate actual quote or whatever, but he was quoted as saying it was his most experimental film. Uh, sounds like it wouldn't be, but uh, like <laughs> the thing is, like, does that mean for him it is because it's like a Disney flick? So that's the weirdest thing he could ever do. Or if you actually watch it, I mean, he's kind of doing some interesting stuff. But I mean, he's kind of just like being him. I think just the fact that it's like a Disney movie with a. Uh, like a more normal narrative i think that's what makes it it's experimental like for him and i think that that's brilliant uh that may have just been obvious but uh i enjoyed reading that being like god oh, this guy he just fucking gets it you know um but uh yeah all the performances were phenomenal i mean it was nominated for the fucking golden palm i don't say it i know you're so, i know like it should be said in french but i just don't understand that pronunciation d apostrophe o r can't get it down cannot do it it's like i have peanut butter all over my tongue when i try to belt that shit uh but yeah i mean so like movie was taken seriously there was like oscar nominations there none for lynch dude gets no respect from the academy i mean we all know that give him i mean he won the honorary sure that's great but like the fact that he didn't win for Mulholland or like Blue Velvet is an absolute crime, and whatever. At, at least, at least they knew what to do at Con. You know, they they get him. So, um, that's pretty much what I've been basing my scale on. Like I'm just trusting Con more because like they rap David Lynch pretty hard. <laughs> that dude has steady been nominated, has won, uh, you know what I mean. He's been winning awards. But it's it's that same thing. Like, should awards matter? Blah blah blah. I, I I I'm torn back and forth. It just seems like I don't know. Like, if if everybody says that they do, then they just like have to, right? I mean, like, you can't be that one guy who's like, who gives a fuck? Because everybody does. Like, you just even if you genuinely don't, it's like you have to understand that they do have merit and like recognition. So th- that that's just the reason why. It's like they don't fucking deserve it. Like, if they're going to be stupid and, like, fuck it up. But for everybody else to understand, like, you know, for people who are going to be like, oh, well, this movie was just nominated, like, I watch winners, you know. Because that's definitely a thing. I mean, who's, like, digging around for Oscar-nominated films? But, I mean, then we look back and, like, view when they fucked up, and it's like, oh, well, these nominees should have won instead, right? But I, I don't know. That's where it gets tricky. I could talk about that for years that's why i bring it up all the time whatever but yeah i mean sissy spacek plays like the dude's daughter she's a little out there she clearly has like some kind of mental disorder or something (laughs) um if that's incorrect and she's just playing some crazy like lynchian style character that's fine too but like normally the way she's acting in in a normal David Lynch film, she would be, like, on drugs, right? Like, she... Sissy Spacek in The Straight Story reminds me of the mom in Twin Peaks The Return who's just, like, doing heroin and screaming 911 while her kid's running around Las Vegas. Like, that lady, she was real fucked up, so that might be pushing it. Um, But, yeah, she's a little over the top. I mean, she definitely dialed it up, and it seemed, like, a little off, you know? And not not like, 
not like she seemed off as a character. Like it, it, it seemed like she was doing too much. Like especially for the setting, because especially the guy starring in the movie was dying. Like while he was doing it, I guess. So it was like a dying man playing a dying man going to see a dying man about it. You know what I mean? Like crazy depth there. So I guess like that's why his performance really shined through so hard. And I mean, obviously, you know, Dave, David's going to bring it out of everybody. Right. But uh, yeah, the, the, their interaction, like at the beginning, she's only in the beginning of the movie, obviously, because he's on the road by himself. So it's not that big of a deal, but she just comes in like pretty hard and it's like it clashes. Um, so just get get past that part. Because it's going to seem a little weird. She just she comes at it a little too aggressively, I think. Um, but then it, it kind of evens out as a couple more characters get introduced. And then you start seeing a couple people from Twin Peaks. And you're like, oh, yeah. Like, this is the gang's all here, right? Like, you're seeing some David Lynch collaborators in the game. And, uh, yeah, I think that if... Other, other than her coming in like that, everybody else is pretty solid and even. He meets, like, a chick who's pregnant, but it's, like, all implied, like, really good dialogue. I think that almost that's part of the reason why it shouldn't be G. Like, the subject matter is just something, like, no child would ever watch. You know what I mean? Like, it's rated G, but I wouldn't call it a kid's movie. Like, the subject, everything is so heavy. Like, it's all about death, smoke, like, don't smoke. You know what I mean? <laughs> These dudes just rolling reds and cigars the whole time. And, uh, yeah, he meets, like, a chick who runs away because she's pregnant. And, like, then what else happens? Gee, it's just, it's awesome. It's fantastic. And it's, like, it's all these very, like, Lynchian shots. Like, he frames everything the same kind of way. And, like, he makes it a little weird. It's very bizarre still. It's not, it's, like, all of his surrealist visuals without a surrealist, like, story happening. So, like, everything that's happening is, like, very 100% straight on and real. And, like, you know, it's just, like, a drama road film. It's lighthearted at times. You know what I mean? It's got a lot of it's got a lot of emotion and heart packed into it. Like, it was, like, a movie made with love, for sure. And they, like, actually filmed it along the way of, like, the route he took. So, it's, like, on location and it's, like, in the right spots. You know what I mean? And it's just... It's just great. It's just a really, really well-made movie. So if you have Disney Plus, you can watch some David Lynch. Get your fucking uh, get your cinema get your cinema score up. You know what I mean? You got to show everybody you take the cake. You make the rank. You bank the bank, as they say. See, like this is why I have a love-hate relationship with like having. X, like, there's an X amount, I don't know what that X is, amount of super thought out, not super, I wouldn't say super thought out, but let's say just, like, prepared ideas to introduce, is that I either feel like I'm spending too little or too much time on them, but then, like, as I'm going through it, I'm like, oh, there's, I'm definitely forgetting points that I wanted to make, I think that's part of the reason why things circle back, it's like, oh, I realized that, like, uh, I had a half-baked take, that's, that's a good podcast name. If you take that, or if it exists already, then fuck it. You did a great job, and I'm late to the party. But if I just came up with that, and somebody wants it, just give me five bucks. And credit. <laughs> Half-baked takes. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, if you realize like you came up with a better point after, or you had a better point to begin with that you forgot to even mention, and then you're like, fuck, well, how do I redux that? 
You know what I mean? Like, let me do part duh. Part duh. Um, but I am currently very well behind right now. Well, I wouldn't say well behind. I'm a little bit behind. Uh, it's Friday right now, which is fucking insane, first of all. Uh, I have no concept of time. Uh, don't really leave beyond the porch. Although, yeah, so I, I got a couple things coming here. So the week has just been pretty wild, however. So I was going to hit a, one of these. I was going to hit this episode on Tuesday. Like, that's usually the goal is to, like, record Tuesday or Wednesday and just have it up. Ready to go. There it is. Right. Um, and I, I want to get towards two a week, especially now that I'm going to be, like, pub- publishing, like, mass mass publishing there we go uh i want to have at least two a week going you know like uh, i think bill burr's got the good schedule with the monday thursday i might do like a tuesday friday that would be like super ideal if i could make that happen i would love that um but like two a week is gonna be my thing i hope definitely one though definitely one but maybe we'll maybe we'll amp it up we'll see but uh yeah so i was gonna hit the one on tuesday and then uh it was just a beautiful day here like, Monday was, like, you know, 50 degrees. It was great. And then Tuesday, I don't know, 70 degrees. And then, boom. Same time, I happened to have a reservation for pickup from Alinea. Three Michelin star restaurant in Chicago, if you don't know. Uh, hundreds of dollars would normally cost. $40 thing. I'm like, I'm not going to pass up this opportunity because I don't have the kind of cash to eat fine dining of any kind. You know what I mean? Like, No. Uh, so I, I took that up, walked there, four miles, rough. Uh, had a sack, like a little pocket of blood, chilling in my pinky toe for a couple days. Popped that boy open in the tub last night. Uh, cleaned it up real good, soaped the tub down. It was all right. Uh, but food was phenomenal. Best meal I've ever had in my life. And it was like a heat at home thing. So I can only imagine. I mean, obviously, it's supposed to be like a top world class place. But I, I couldn't even fathom how good that must be. Best meal I've ever had. Right. Um, and then it was just nice out. So I was just like, I'm going to keep going outside. I did Uber back. I could not make the walk back. I was just like, I'm definitely not getting on a bus or like the L those cesspools of corona like i've already locked myself in the house the one day i go out i'm not just gonna hop on a train like nothing's been happening you know what i mean uh so that was the reason for the walk plus the nice day but yeah my feet were killing me uh it was pretty rough well worth it it was worth the money the walk would do it again i'd walk there again today if i had to but uh yeah, so then, yeah, just ended up like that whole night, just like, uh, it just became a fiesta, you know, got a little sip-sip with the boys' boys, and, uh, wow, boy, was I not ready. Killed a whole bottle pretty quick, don't really remember doing it, uh, definitely looked at my phone and, uh, regretted whatever I was doing, nothing inappropriate, just embarrassing, you know, just like a couple too many sups. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, wh- why would I do that? You know what I mean? Every now and then, you just wake up and you're like, who did I Who did I message? And you're like, Jesus, really? Why? You know what I mean? Like, no no malintent in there. It's just like, a real, like really? Why are, you, why are you stirring the pot right now? Let's keep this, let's keep this chill. Let's keep this fun. Anyway, uh, wake up, feel terrible the next day naturally uh kind of lingers throughout the day i get lazy boom 
that's over with. Wednesday, not an option. Yesterday, same type of deal. It was pretty nice out. Just I just kind of didn't get there. And I was I also spent last night building the whole online schematic. So now everything's all set up and ready to go. I, t- I took a few hours to just get it all ready. Uh, yeah, I had to build like five link trees. So my link tree has a link tree. That way it's not fucking a hundred things long. Um, but it looks good now. Again, link in my bio, adam.arfat on Instagram or in the YouTube description. Or it's just like link tree slash uh, arfat. You'll find it all there. Or I feel like Tuesday for specifically just Arfat stuff. But if you go to the link tree slash Arfat, that'll get you all my shit. All the music I'm involved in, you know, portfolio stuff. I got it on there. You want to hire me? Let's do it. I'll probably take that one down eventually. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I spent a few hours doing that. Instead, I was like, let me build some infrastructure here. Uh, why do the episode before doing that? So then that's how that kind of turned out, but now we're a little behind. So hopefully that, uh, I get myself back on track after this one, but, uh, we got plans. You know what I mean? I'm organized. I keep things going, keep it loose, keep it fun, keep it fresh, right? Now that doesn't sound like it bodes well for my uh, springtime schedule, but I mean, we're talking like first nice, nice week of the year. Uh, looks beautiful out right now. I just looked out the window and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get off of this thing. I gotta fucking stop. Uh, still haven't busted out. I, I did say I was gonna bust out the fucking, uh, the tension things and like kinda exercise. Haven't busted out the tension things still. Uh, I'm doing my little foot peddler and my little yoga style. Not enough. Definitely not enough. Uh, you know, I would love to come out of this, you know, at least at like 180 somehow that would be like a dream so right now i'm just trying to like not eat (laughs) as much as possible and then uh trying to hit those two little lame exercises and hope that that's just enough to malnourish myself down some weight (laughs) because i i i i don't have i don't have the patience for it and frankly i don't have the stamina and i get that that's how you build it but that's that's the irony you know in being american (laughs) <laughs> it's just it's just not how it works. If you can't handle it, you just don't. <laughs> we 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 can't be pushing ourselves through all this. I got I got chest pains, you know what I mean? Just kidding. I'm fine. But I get short of breath pretty quick, you know, I can't be running. Running is the worst. I got foot problems. I got flat feet, I got bloody toes. It's a whole disaster. You know? I don't have anywhere to soak my bunions. I don't know what bunions are. I don't know if I, I don't know. When I was a kid, I feel like a lot of shows, a lot of cartoons for children had grandmas with bunion things. There's at least, it happened at least twice. There was at least two bunion episodes in two separate cartoons, possibly on two separate channels. You know what I mean? We might be talking cartoon wars style. Um, who knows? You know, but. What is that? Right? Like, I I don't know. I never had to experience it. I never had a grandma be like, hey, you know, suck my fucking bunions, bitch. It just hasn't happened. Maybe that makes me fortunate. I don't know. It's possible. But I think I, 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 whoa, I just had a stroke. I just had a stroke. Um, No, I think that I, I thought that it was a part of 
a part of your foot. Like, you know what I mean? You got a heel, you got a big toe, you got a bunion. But I, I think now that it's more of like a wart, I don't really, I don't know. Hopefully I never have to deal with it. That that that, that would be a dream scenario, to not have like foot virus, you know. How embarrassing would it be to be like, ah, I got gout. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like just the fact that it's called gout, it just sounds gross. It sounds like you would use it to like, it sounds like it would be like the cement for bricks. You know what I mean? Or like, uh, what's that stuff called? Like caulk. Like, oh, I, I use caulk. He uses gout. <laughs> I think that's because of grout. Is that a thing? Yeah. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Words rhyme. Free association. Here we go. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's just, like, on the name. Like, you don't want to have something with a whack name. Like, I'd hate to be from, like, asshole Florida. Oh, I don't know what happened to my mic there. Uh, Or, like, Dick Cheese, Wisconsin. Oh, you mean that guy from brown-ass Kentucky, you know? Like you don't want to, you don't want to do that. So you don't want to get gout. Get 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 gout 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 gout. We could do a gout PSA, Death Grips remix. Somebody call me. We can make it happen. Um. Yeah, you know what I mean. I I just think that it's just like, hey, you're an asshole. Here's this thing. Knock on wood. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're gonna be gout free 2020, baby. Hey, boys night. I love how that like. Barney Rubble-esque chant. It just became a thing. Uh, I was, I'm was i smiling ear to ear still. Just thinking about hearing myself say that. Like that. In that voice. I love that goofy goober shit. Goofy goofy goober goober. Yeah. You know. I, I mean. Let's talk about that. You want to talk about a film franchise that has failed? Monumentally? That is disrespectful on a level you know let's talk spongebob because near and dear to tens possibly hundreds of millions of people you know at this point spanning what three decades two two it's two but come on you know what i mean i could still watch the old ones which means (laughs) Which only means to me, yeah, I'm I'm real choked up about it. Which means that I clearly didn't get it as a kid, which was the case with like Rocco and shit and a bunch of shows. But SpongeBob, I think, is one of those shows where it's like it wasn't actually for kids. It, it was just better at hiding it, right? You didn't really notice as much, and th- th- it was just nice and sweet and playful and goofy and silly, and kids could watch it, and there was music, and it just all worked out for everybody. But you know, and then the movie comes out, fucking, you want to talk about it knocking it out of the park, slam dunk, free throw line style? Like, Dr. J, running shit, blowing the world open? That is how you make an animated show into a feature film, ladies and gentlemen. I also will say I think Teen Titans Go did a good job, and I think if you don't like Teen Titans Go because it's not like the original Teen Titans, then you're pretentious and you don't understand the point of it, and I think I've said that already, which I know that I've said that I think I've said it already every time, because I always think that, because I talked about that earlier. See how it all comes back? 
I am the callback king. On accident. Didn't even plan it. You know what I mean? This is unscripted, unfiltered. This is raw. This is a lucky strike. You're smoking luckies today, baby. With this guy. Uh, but yeah, the SpongeBob movie, unbelievably good. Rewatchability factor, 10 out of 10, through the roof. It is a phenomenal masterpiece of television conversion. Let's put it like that. I wouldn't say the movie itself is a masterpiece. But they upped the animation. They made the stakes higher. They did everything you would need to do to take a show to a movie. They gave it one story, but they didn't take anything away that people liked. That people like about the show. It's very much still the show, just with a narrative, which is a little bit harder to think. But they made the narrative last. I think the movie ran a little long. They probably could have cut it. I don't think that it's that long either. I think it's only like 90 minutes, but I think they probably could have cut like 7 to 10 minutes. Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. Kind of feels like it goes on. And if it is if it is like two hours, then it definitely needed it. But whatever. And then like the cast was unreal for the new people they got. It was like pure cameos, but they fit their characters. Like it wasn't just like, how do we amp this up? How do we crush it? And it took what is normally like an 11-minute story structure they made it a full movie and they did a great job. I think The Simpsons is close, but they had a way higher pedestal to get to. Like, And I thought that, that movie was awesome. Originally, doesn't rewatch as well. It doesn't. I'll be honest. It's still good, but when you're The Simpsons, you know what I mean? And it already, all the episodes had sucked while they were working on the movie, so it's like I'm not really expecting much, which I think is what made the movie better at, at the time. Still, like I said, still solid, still a good movie. Just doesn't live up to the classic. They had too many classic episodes that are like all time in television history, not just like specific animation, not just specific for the age demographic animation like like SpongeBob might be. Just pure television, they're on a higher level. So like getting the movie, I get it, right? But then they do that fucking sponge out of water bullshit, right? Is that what it was called? I don't even care. They go 3D animation? Where does that even come from? And, like, my thing was, like, okay, well, if it's, like, as well written, I guess I can let it go. They're trying to, like, trying to, like, make it more of a movie. Not really anything in theaters is 2D animated anymore. So they're, like, adapting to the times. I guess you could let that go. But you watch the movie and it is just a children's thing. It, I mean, they did ruin SpongeBob towards like the end i think it's like still on technically whatever but it's just like so childy 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 now that they just like they took away all of the magic from it they took what is commercially viable and like strangled it to separate it from the body of the rest of it like they decapitated just the just the marketability part of it and turn that into a show and it is just not like there's just no reason to enjoy it it's like for babies now okay so just the the downhill run of spongebob in general i guess is pretty heartbreaking but i mean i guess that it's technically not it's like not even presented as a sequel it's just like hey this is a spongebob movie but then like the new new one kind of seems like it's a sequel to that other new one and it's just like the fuck are you guys doing you know what I mean? Like, that is such an example of how, like, the machine is trying to decide what you want 
right? I think it works better with marketing. Like it doesn't work as well with movies because everybody has like a real opinion on what they like about a certain thing. So you can't just like churn out a movie that fits like whatever formula you think will make a bunch of money and then realize it's a disaster like Sonic or whatever. Like, you don't get to dictate it then because, like, there's, like, a fan base behind it. Whereas, like, if you put out a chicken sandwich, it's like, yeah, I'll go try it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really give a fuck about... I'm not like, I love one chicken sandwich. You know? While I might, I'll still try another chicken sandwich. But if you try to tell me that I'm going to go see, like, a a live-action SpongeBob movie, I'm going to say, like, fuck no. You know what I mean? Like, I'd maybe watch that for, like, jokes. I'm definitely not paying cash. Uh, you know what I mean? That's like a roast situation. But, like, you can't, yeah, you can't, like, tell the people what they want when it comes to, like, IP franchises. I think if you try to go too far, it just won't work. And I don't know. I mean, those movies are going to make a fuck ton of money because, like, anything that's just for children just makes money because, like, that's all there is. You know, there's, like, five things a year. So you you have to go. You just have to. So I get it. Like, you're holding people hostage. But wouldn't that just be the thing? Like, if you want to, if you really wanted to do something great for kids, that's why, like, every once in a while, like, David Lynch, like, you'll see an auteur go, go, in, go into that route. I keep using the word auteur today. I'm trying to seem, trying to seem intelligent for once. Uh, but, like, Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox to this day, one of the greatest animated movies I've ever seen. It is the quality of his best movies just animated but it's like exactly the same <laughs> the the writing is just as sharp and snappy and quick and all the voice performances are fucking phenomenal and the animation looks great like it is just perfect it is absolutely perfect super underrated and i'm gonna say it because i'm always gonna say it but i may have mentioned that before never forget that i might make a shirt that says i've never i might have mentioned that before that that would be the next design put that on the list of all the other ones okay Somebody get a running list of all my ridiculous fucking quote ideas that I can keep uh, keep pushing for stock, for stock top. I, I, it's time for the stock swap. Swap some stocks. But, uh, yeah, I'm taking a hit in the market. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, my 401k has been obliterated, as I'm sure everyone says. It's almost like a good thing I didn't have that much in there, right? Because, like, I'd be losing fucking hemorrhaging cash like and uh my investment account taking a shit again luckily it didn't have that much in there <laughs> but i mean just really shit in the bed we are just hemorrhaging money you know by the time i get those trump bucks who knows what we're about to be doing you know i was trying to do supreme investino nah i'm trying to keep most of it honestly i'm gonna pay off pay off like some shit real quick that I shouldn't have done in the first place and uh I'm holding on to that cuz who knows what we're headed for it might be in for the long haul ladies and gentlemen might see you in winter might not might be back you know how long can we stretch it just give me just give me some cash if this results in me just consistently getting cash for free <laughs> i mean the way i look at it it's almost a victory right you hear that knock on wood? I keep knocking. You know what I mean? Just in case. But, you know, we feeling good. We staying safe out here. Stay safe 2020. Safety first, then teamwork. Everybody knows that. So don't act like I'm playing it cool, playing it coy, playing it casual. I'm out here keeping it real, okay? I'm on a, 
immunosuppressant medication. So, which, by the way, I don't know if I should take or not. Like, I'll be fine without it. I'll just start getting, like, dry skin. <laughs> it's like, is it worth it? I don't know if it even does enough that I, it actually makes me, like, at risk, air quotes, right there. So who knows? You know, I should, I should probably call somebody. <laughs> you know, probably do something about it. But, you know, maybe I will, maybe I won't. We'll see. That's part of the, that's part of the thrill, the adventure, you know? I keep things interesting. Got to keep it light. Got to keep it tight. Got to keep it right. But not, but don't. You know what I noticed? I, I, I genuinely felt myself getting a little upset, but then it became like a phony thing. But I was watching Hot Ones, and I was just like, man, that this is the most leftist show I've ever seen. And by that, I don't mean anything about politics, so you keep that shit at the front fucking door when you're coming to me, okay? I mean... They're, they're eating from right to left. As a lefty, I put myself in Justin Timberlake's shoes yesterday. They didn't fit because I guarantee that guy was like a size 16. The amount of confidence that man has is unbelievable. And again, totally pun intended, justified. Right? Christ. Uh, but yeah, uh, I was like, I, I would reach left, which in that situation is the most hottest. Because also it doesn't even make sense. Like you read left to right. So why would you be going right to left? It's a hand thing. Oh, you just assume everybody's right-handed? I bet they don't ask. I bet they don't ask. Now, if there is an episode where somebody requested it, then that's different because they requested it going the other way. And I was just like, fuck, man, we don't get any breaks. You don't know, okay? You don't know what it's like to not be able to use a pair of scissors. I still really can't, kind of. I just kind of figured out how they worked pretty recently, like last couple years. But like, or like, not how they worked. I know how they work, but I mean, like, how I can use them. You know what I mean? Like, how to make them work for me. I, I've barely been able to figure it out. And there are still a lot of scenarios where I cannot, and it is brutal, and it is frustrating, and I look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know, and you, you know, there's knives. You know what I mean? So here's the thing. I understand, and I understand that one, you're not really supposed to, and maybe you kind of are, but I definitely don't, and I agree with it. We're going back to The Simpsons here. Ned Flanders, I don't think that that's a likable guy. I would be annoyed by that guy. I get it, right? But his idea for a left emporium, brilliant, of course it closed down. Of course it closed down. You know what I mean? Like, how could you sustain it? I get it. Maybe now as an online business, he just has a, you know what I mean? He just fills up his garage with supplies to ship out to people. Sure, maybe it could happen, you know? Ned Flanders was ahead of his time by doing that. It didn't work as a store. It would be an online store. Brilliant. But, you know, we need those. Where's, where's the lefty glove out there? We, we need to unite as, as a thing. Now, here's the thing. I'm not a guy with a lot of causes. I'm not saying that this is an important one. I'm saying it should be one. We should consider. Okay? Just think about the lefties every once in a while. Just think about them. That's it. You don't got to be that radical and like start having lefty supplies and all your stuff. I'm not talking about a revolution here. I'm not saying we're oppressed people. I'm just saying, you know, we're not thought about, you know, not taken into consideration. You know, you go to pay somewhere, everything's everything's aligned. So if you're right-handed, it's a little bit easier. Just a little bit. It's just a little bit. It's just a lot of minor inconveniences. And they add up over time and you realize this is a right-handed society. And I'm a left-handed person in this world. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe that just sets the tone for the rest of your life. You know, the second you discover you're left-handed, you know, all your fucking hopes and dreams just go out the fucking window because you realize you can't sign your name without smearing the ink and all of a sudden they don't fucking hire you anymore. Who knows? You don't know where it's going to lead, right? 
I remember there was an episode of Rugrats about it when I was a kid, and they're like, Chucky, stop fucking bumping into me, you fucking piece of shit, right? He's like, I'm trying to fucking color this little house. And Chucky's like, dude, I'm sorry, my parents are getting divorced. <laughs> like, I can't handle all this. He's like, I'm fucking two years old, bro. I cannot handle all this pressure. Um, yeah, and it was just rude. They were all just like, fuck you, Chucky, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? You stop fucking bumping into people, then maybe you can come back. And they're like, Chucky, stop using that hand. What are you, fucking retarded? And it's like, Jesus. That's what life's like, you know? Hard out here for a lefty. Remix that 3-6 Mafia song, Hard Out Here for a Left, instead of Pimp. Because it is. It is. And I was like, boom, Chucky, favorite character right there. He gets it. He knows the struggle, you know? <laughs> Chucky's comp. <laughs> oh, boy. Controversial statement. Speaking of controversial statements, I have one more to make. I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to keep it brief. Okay. Don't want to be judged for it. I'm going to put in the necessary disclaimers that I feel that I have to, but I don't. I feel that I am pressured to, but I should not have to. Right? I just want to say, with the information that I have, no. Let me back up. I'm just going to say this. Louis C.K. put out a new special. I think it is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my entire life. It, it's the one of the best specials since he put out a special prior. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, Tom Segura's new one was also amazing. Not gonna, not gonna try to knock that. Uh, which originally, when I saw him in Chicago, had like a Louis impersonation part in the masturbation bit, and it made it so much funnier. I, I understand why you wouldn't include that in the special because of like every reason, <laughs> but uh, like to not just seem like a dick, like you're calling somebody out. I get it, and I respect that you wouldn't like put a diss track on your album. You know what I mean? You put it on the mixtape, uh, but. Um, I wish it would have stayed Made the joke a lot funnier But I get it Anyway uh, Yeah it's great uh, Here's the thing The story that I know Is that Yes they said yes That there's a bunch of gray Terrible area That I get It still is wrong I get it But I'm just saying Like you know Some people deserve second chances I personally With the information that I have I think that he is absolutely One of them uh, part of that is because he's one of my favorite artists of all time. I would call him an auteur as well. I think that what he did in television is unbelievable, both with Louie and Horace and Pete. Amazing show. Season 4 Louie, one of the greatest things I've ever seen. That's all I'm going to say. Okay? Great artist. If, you know what I mean? With the information I have, I still support. That's all I'm saying. I think that he's a very funny guy. The funniest guy ever, potentially. Okay? I love it. The special's great. I think you should watch it. That's all I'm saying. Go watch it. I'm not going to hide. But if the information I have is incorrect, then maybe I'll change that viewpoint. But I think I think Michael Vick served his time and as a dog lover. You know. Also, if you watch that Michael Vick doc, he wasn't supposed to get that much jail time. The media totally like pushed that and there was a lot of pressure for that, which isn't fair. Um it isn't fair because it wasn't the le- it wasn't like with the way the laws were at the time, he shouldn't have gotten that time. He should have gotten that time because the laws should have been structured so that he should have. But since they weren't, it's unfair to him personally because that's not what, like, it was, like, beyond max sentencing. Now, max sentencing should be higher, again, I'm saying. But but he served his time, a lot of time, at the time, more time than he should have, and has been nothing but an advocate ever since. So, I'm sorry. I forgive him. Also, was my favorite football player at the time when I was a kid. He was unbelievable. 
on Atlanta. And then when he came back for the Eagles, beautiful story. So, you know, maybe Louis Jordan's the Eagles. That's all I'm saying. Just maybe. You know, I could be wrong. I admit that I could be wrong. I just think you should listen to that fucking special. You know, if you choose to not pay for it and find a way to pirate it, so be it. You know, then you're not supporting. Then I don't really see what the issue is. Then you're just watching something. I don't think anything is wrong with that. I think you can watch and listen to anything by anybody. If you're not giving them any cash, then what's the fucking crime in it? You know, maybe you want to watch something just to be angry at it. Be like, fuck this guy. Fuck that. Fuck that. Then do it. Sure. Maybe you'll hate it. Whatever. That's fine. If you're just seething the whole time, if you didn't pay, what's the difference? I say give it a shot. You know what I mean? I don't think that you have to disown everything that you like. I don't think that I, that's what I don't like. Like, I don't like the whole, like, disowning things you already love. Like, if I really, really loved something, I'm sorry. There's, there's just too many things. You know what I mean? Like, it might complicate your relationship with something, but that doesn't mean you're not going to love it. Right? I think, like, on a more extreme level, as far as I know, again, based on the information that I have <laughs> with the stories that I've read, who knows? Could be wrong. But, like, uh, Brand New, one of my favorite bands of all time. Their records mean a lot to me. I was a real sad little kid. I was a I was a very depressed teenager, and it was perfect because it had art. It had artistic integrity in the emo ness of it. It was both things. It was like experimental a little bit. It was cool. Anyway, you know the music. But then their whole thing came out, and it's like, well, that sucks, and that is awful. You know, pretty bad. Again, not as bad as some of those things, but a bad thing. Sure, from the past. You know, you could argue. That's forgivable, too. I would say probably less so. But who knows? Throwing it out there. But I'm just saying, like, it ruined the context of it. Like, I used to listen to them all the time. Very rarely now. But I'm not going to not do it because, like, I already was super in. It made me less in, for sure. And I'm, like, not repping them. I get it. But I'm not going to, like, abandon what I, I spent, like, years on. You know what I mean? People got, like, tattoos and shit, and it's like, now you're going to, like, like, now do they have to be judged or do they have to, like, do something about it? It's like, no, they shouldn't because, like, you know what I mean? It was irrelevant at the time. I don't know. Controversial topics. What are you going to do? Somebody's got to say something about something. I can't get canceled if I don't exist. You know what I mean? So fuck it. Blow me up. Maybe I'll go viral now. Somebody call up the fucking Google man and put me at the top of the list. Because I'm a fucking criminal, apparently. You know what I mean? Fucking put me in Twitter jail. I don't give a fuck. Just kidding. I'm just saying things that uh, professionals would say when they say things like that. So, does that make me a professional? You know what I mean? If you emulate a profession, right? Like, if, if I take a shot like MJ, am I MJ? Who knows? You know, that's not for me to decide. Uh, you know, haven't played in a while. I need to get a hoop in the yard. Then, then maybe we'll talk. Maybe I'll be one of those guys doing impersonation videos by the end of the summer. You know what I mean? I, I fucking dunk. <laughs> if I, if there was a way to get me to be able to dunk, I'm all for it. Because, well, obviously that would just be amazing in general, but like the chubby guy who, the chubby white guy who's 5'8 and has fucking holes in his face, ears, whatever. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't look like a guy who could do anything. And I can't really. I don't have much of a shot. My shot is always, like, close. I don't know how to hit shots. I know how to hit, like, almost. That's it. Like, my method is, like, I can get it to the rim. I don't know how to get it in. It's embarrassing. 
but I admit it. I have a solid drive, but no handle. So, like, that doesn't really work either. But, like, I can drive with force cause, just because I'm a chunky boy. You know, if you're husky in the lane, <laughs> you know what I mean? The twiggy dudes just get out of the way. So that works. So I kind of just hold, I hold it like, I hold the ball like a fucking running back. And I try to just take big steps in the paint like like Derrick Rose used to, but without speed or skill. So I'm just doing it like a battering. I'm like Jerome Bettis <laughs> trying to cut through the fucking middle. Uh, but yeah, I think it would just to throw a lot of people off. You know, I could definitely hustle some cash out of some people. A la, well, white men can't jump. I get it. But I'm not Woody Harrelson even. Like, not even. Like, I'm especially not Woody Harrelson, right? Woody Harrelson's a gem, amazing guy, phenomenal actor. I don't know him. I assume he's a great guy, though. How could he not be? And uh, super entertaining guy. So, yeah, I'm certainly not Woody Harrelson. Let's put it in better terms, right? I'm 100%, I get it, not Woody Harrelson. That might be the more controversial thing there. If you cut that sound bite and he's like, eh, I'm not Woody Harrelson. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like I kind of talk shit. <laughs> on Woody Harrelson right there. That's that's the craziest thing I've said all day. Uh, yeah, I think that that would be, uh, that's my move. Because, like, they're like, this guy? Especially not this guy. Like, that's how you make a sequel to White Men Can't Jump. It's like Danny DeVito <laughs> or somebody, like, you know what I mean? Somebody in that type shows up, Josh Gad. He's just like, yeah, let's fucking go. And he's just, like, ripping threes. I think if you trained him enough, he could do it. I think with enough training, any actor could pull it off, like in a movie setting. Like, for whatever the thing is. I think, like, if there's enough training with the right trainer and they actually put in the time and effort, anybody can make, like, any actor could probably make something happen. Now, like, any good one. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a good enough actor, I think you could definitely learn any other thing. Like, if Kevin Garnett was able to do it vice versa for acting, why can't he teach a guy how to play basketball for a movie? You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe not him specifically, but I think that you can learn it both ways. So, yeah, I'm going to be Duncan pretty soon. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll probably close it on that because I think that this fucking podcast was a slam dunk. Boom! That's how you fucking end it. Again, subscribe, like, comment, rave, review, whatever the fuck because now I'm out everywhere, baby. Well, as of right now, not literally everywhere, but everywhere coming soon, going to be everywhere. Boom. Subscribe to all that shit. Never forget, never ever forget that I are fat, you are fat, and we are fat. Calculator.